Well, hi, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio on May 23rd, 2023. And thanks so much for being with us today. we got a nice show with you, for you, with old friends, okay? We've got uh, from Landmark College, good friends from Landmark College. We've got Carol Paré. Carol's the Senior Director of Intercession and Online Programs at Landmark College. Landmark.edu, if you want to check this out. I think you will by the time we're done. She oversees the enrollment for college and high school students in Landmark College's summer programs, as well as offerings under LC Online, Landmark College Online. And she's brought with her today Elizabeth Russell. And Elizabeth is a 1994 alumnus of Landmark. That's a wonderful college in Putney, Vermont, by the way, for students who learn differently. Okay, she's the mom of a college student who now goes to Dickinson College in Pennsylvania, but her son was enrolled in Landmark's high school summer program two years ago, now at Dickinson College and doing quite well. I'm sure Elizabeth's going to tell us all about it. So I'm anxious to talk to them about ways you can help your students, especially those students who learn differently, okay, and have aspirations to go on to higher education, et cetera. Okay, Landmark's a wonderful place. These are wonderful people. It's going to be a great conversation. I just want to go over a couple of things before we begin that conversation with Elizabeth and Carol. All right. I wanted you to know that we are the American Consortium for Equity in Education, and as such, we produce a magazine that's an online journal called Equity and Access. Everything is available over at ace-ed.org. That's A-C-E-D.org. Again, our American Consortium for Equity in Education, and each year we do the Excellence in Equity Awards. And I wanted you to know that nominations are now open for this year's Excellence in Equity Awards. You can go to ace-ed.org, and if you want to, you'll see the link there, or you can go slash awards. It'll take you right there. There were 160-plus nominees and over 50 winners in 2022, and we're looking to highlight and celebrate even more contributions this year. On our website, again, ace-ed.org, you'll find 29 categories dedicated to companies and organizations, products and leaders, along with 15 categories for educators and paraprofessionals and support staff of all roles. 20 of the categories are new this year, so be sure you can check them out. This is important. The, The nomination process is open until August 4th. But now is the best time if you are a company because the early bird period goes until June 2nd. You can save some money. It's the best pricing if you're a company for nominations, okay? Educators can nominate free, all right? So please go over and check it out over at ace-ed.org slash awards. And if you have questions, just write us at awards at ace-ed.org. And we always do well with the stuff. We had a lot of nominations last year. It's going to be even more fun this year. And uh, I hope you take the time to nominate your colleagues, favorite companies, friends, etc., over there who are doing work for equity in K-12 education. Okay, enough of me blabbing. Just go over to ace-ed.org, see all we do. Carol, are you there? I am. How are you? I'm fine. Welcome back. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good. Thanks for having well, us. Oh, are you kidding? My pleasure. Elizabeth, are you there? I am, yes. Thank you for having uh, me. Elizabeth, I'm Larry. Welcome to the show. Okay, where are you located? Where are you, Elizabeth? I'm in Westchester County, New York. 
Westchester County, New York. Okay, very yes. good. Your son's going to Dickinson? Finished his freshman year. Good old John Dickinson. How'd he do? Uh, well, I haven't seen his grades yet, but so far, so good. <laughs> in that case, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> in that case, we're assuming well, they're all A's. Okay, I hope he's doing great. Did they pick a major? In, has he picked a major yet? He has not, but he's leaning toward political science or history. Good. Oh, good for him. I was a history teacher for years. I appreciate that. Okay. Landmark College. Carol's the Senior Director of Intercession and Online Programs at Landmark in beautiful Putney, Vermont. I would like to tell people that. It's just a beautiful place. It's a great school. If you can go there live and in color, you'll be thrilled at the atmosphere that's there. But you can also sign up online. And today we're going to talk about summer programs. Okay. Now, Carol, you're kind of in charge of this. So, just we'll start with you, Landmark College, okay, landmarkedu.edu. Okay, talk about the summer program offerings, okay, and also who, who define who they are for. And I always like to say it's for students who learn differently, kids with autism, ADHD, et cetera, et cetera. Talk about it. Carol. Carol Paré, everybody. Sure. Thanks, Larry. Um, so welcome. we have several um, – we have several summer programs here on campus. We have the high school summer program that's three weeks for high school rising high school juniors and seniors. Gives them a taste of college. They live right here on campus for the three weeks, and they get to build their study skills. Um, the other one is the summer college readiness program. That's for current high school uh, seniors graduating mm -hmm. this spring and going on to a college other than Landmark in the fall. So it's really designed for them to practice that independence and get ready um, for when they step on that their chosen college um, in the fall. And then we have our summer bridge experience, which is for students who have some college experience, maybe a semester or a year, and just really hit a wall academically and need to get their footing back underneath them. Um, some students might use that to try out Landmark for the fall semester. Yeah. So that's five yeah. weeks here on campus. And then lastly, we have our five-day online boot camp, which is just what it sounds like, um, five days. It's more like a workshop, but it's um, an opportunity for recent high school grads and new college students to better understand their individual learning style. Um, it's mostly an asynchronous program, but um, allows some opportunity for them to really dig in, um, like I said, to their, to their individual learning style and build a toolbox so they can um, continue with their college studies. Okay, great. And, and you know, I was curious, the way you defined all those, all right, mm -hmm. we're talking specifically, and, I, and I, actually it could go to a lot of people, but this is for, if I may, for students who learn differently. That's the way we like to say that. Is that, is that mm -hmm. correct? Okay. It the, is. The, yep. You know, and, and I have to say, you know, while this is extremely important for those students, I have to say it's also important for every other student. Okay, and I know exactly. that's not the landmark as full, but you, you learn this sort of stuff. This is good stuff. Okay, and how many kids go to college and don't know what in the hell they're doing? Okay, and, you know, they're just stymied. Okay, they hit a wall and everything's fine with them, but they hit a wall. This is for kids who may have a specific troubles 
okay, in that regard of studying, et cetera. You guys are so good at this, et cetera. How do you define the students that you want to come to the school this year, this summer, let's say, for any of these offerings? Sure. In general, they should be, you know, as you said, they could have a diagnosis, but they might just need some better strategies. We want to... At the end of the day, we want to be able to give them what they need so they can work smarter instead of harder all the time. Um, you know, we know these students are bright. We know that they're on a college trajectory, regardless of which program they're in. And maybe they're they're struggling, and they and we have ways to help them so they don't have to struggle quite as much. And this is a way to kind of jump into that for them. And, you know, I'm going to say it, I hate to go to the economics of this. Elizabeth has a kid in school, so she certainly understands this, you know. But college costs a lot of money, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you can, and, you know, and if kids are prepared better for that first year of college, okay, it's economically feasible to make sure that you get the kids ready for this, okay? And there's, there's economics as well as education, the two leads involved in this. And I think just think it's... It's really just so it's just so darn important. That's all I can say. You know, it's it's just amazing. And Carol, I have to ask. You know, you you've been through this for a while now. Talk about the results of the programs for a second. We're going to get back to Elizabeth. I know she's had good fortune with this. But from your point of view as director of the programs, and you know the kids, you know the kids who stay in Landmark, and I'm sure a lot of kids stay in touch with you. All right. And when I say kids, I mean college students. OK, we're, we're you know, we're talking about young adults here. All right. Um, what, what do you hear as the results of the programs? Um, so I think the fact that we've been doing most of these programs in excess of 15, maybe even 18 yeah. years yeah. at this point, um, you know, kind of speaks to the value of them for families. Um, we have schools and educational consultants that continue to refer students, so we hear that they are seeing results, when the, especially from the high school program, when the students return. Um, so they're recommending more and more students. I think that's a testament. Um, parents often tell us, and I'm sure Elizabeth can attest to this, yeah, that you know they've seen they knew their student was capable, and the fact that they came back with more self-confidence um, is wow. one of the biggest accolades that we hear. And, you know, that's interesting you would bring that up because, as you well know, there's a lot of talk about social-emotional learning and in, in high school, and then actually you need that too in the college. And part of that is building self-confidence. And what you just said, when people take the time to give their children the opportunity to take their these courses and set them on the right path. They are building self-confidence, okay? And in this day and age, that's extremely important. It's traumatic to go off to college, and we'll talk to Elizabeth in a second, but I just want, I just want to ask this. On average, how many students do you have doing all this at Landmark so, so people feel comfortable with that? Right. So each of the programs is a different size. Um, The high school program, we've got 135 students um, nearing a wait list at this point. Um, The summer readiness program, we've got, um, we already have 25 students enrolled and more applications coming in. Um, And the summer bridge program, that's also in excess of 30 students. 
probably closer to 40 when we're done. And then the the boot camp is is much smaller to allow for that one-on-one with the instructors. So we're looking at anywhere from 15 to 25 students for that program. It's so, so it's a pretty yeah, so personalized there. I just, I just, that's why I love Landmark. It's just great what you folks do. And one other question before I go to Elizabeth, I keep saying that, but I, I have to know this. You know, all these school districts are coming off the pandemic, all right? And I know it's over now and schools are kind of back to normal, but the kids are behind. Everybody knows that. Not every kid, but most kids, you know, the NAEP scores showed that, et cetera. And if you're struggling to learn anyway, Okay, it was even that much more difficult because things were topsy-turvy for a while. All right, and we're getting back to normal. What's the effect of the pandemic on on kids' success in college? Didn't you know, Carol? Just what you're seeing basically at Landmark. Yeah, I think a lot of parents are concerned about about their readiness. I mean, that's what we hear every day, and whether it's academically or just reengaging with their peers socially. So this is you know, kind of a baby step to get them back on yeah. track, both yeah. interacting with their peers mm. as well as, you know, define better defining their academic skills. Um, I think that's what that's what parents are anxious about. Um, that's what some of the students are anxious about. So we're hoping that, you know, this continues to provide that level of support so they can get back to, like we said before, feeling more confident and building their self-esteem so they can be successful. Yeah, and I hate to age myself, but we're talking about babies, okay? Baby steps are necessary, okay? It's that simple. All right. Elizabeth, now to the amazing Elizabeth. How are you today, Elizabeth? I'm well. <laughs> Good. Okay. Hey, t- tell me about your experience. You were, you were a ninth. I'm going to age you now. People can do the math. You're a ninth. <laughs> she was only seven when she graduated, everybody. Yeah. She's a 1994, very bright woman. She's a 1994 alumnus of Landmark. And I'm just curious, what was your experience like at Landmark, just in general, besides working with your son, Andrew, here? I want to just talk about your experience, because I've been a big fan of Landmark College for years. It's in a beautiful place. They do great work. It's very personalized learning. Just talk about your experience there, way back when, college girl. I would say I was there in the ninth year of the school, and I would say that wow. other than I would say that other than being a mom, I actually have two in college. My daughter's at Kenyon, but oh, other wow. than good, oh, yes, yeah. yes, the kids are in great. Places. I would say other than having children, which was the most transformative experience of my life, that Landmark <laughs> has been the most transformative. Wow. I, and I'm not. I'm not kidding. I left Ohio State after three years with a 1.8 average. I was very frustrated. I didn't understand why I read so well, and I seemed bright perhaps in my conversations with people, but my grades absolutely did not reflect this. And I'm very lucky. I have a mother who just kept searching and searching and searching for answers and found some information on girls with ADD from the 70s. Wow. because of the lack of activity, hadn't been picked up. So, uh, I mean, I've been tested every five years since I was five. And finally, finally, in 1990, I guess it was 1992, I was finally diagnosed at 21 years old. And my parents knew well, someone. You, were diagnosed, you say you were diagnosed with ADHD or, or, what? or what? Well, back then they, they still separated it. So I was diagnosed with ADD. Okay. Just 
Got it. And um, now they just, everybody is ADHD. But um, yes. someone my parents knew a connection at Landmark, and my parents just said to me, do you want to go? And there was no question. I wanted help. Wow. I was frustrated. My sister was in an Ivy League college. Like, it was expected I would go to college. I know that's not everybody's path, but in my family it was expected. And I wanted to learn. I just didn't know how to do it. So I got to Landmark. I was 21, 22. I don't even know. I was in my early 20s. And I, I so clearly remember standing in the hall of my dorm with my mom thinking, this is it. I mean, my father has already paid for three years of Ohio State. If I don't do this, I, it's not going to happen. I mean, so I put enormous pressure on myself, but uh, the people there were so supportive. And I have to tell you, my first week, someone sat down with me with a paper version of a calendar and laid out my day's homework. And she said to me, what do you want to do this afternoon? And I said, I need to go to Brattleboro. I want a full-length mirror for my dorm. And once we put down on, once we put down on paper my homework, it was the first time in my life I'd seen time. And I saw that I didn't have time to go to Brattleboro. And wow. that's what wow. for me to know how to prioritize and, and manage my time. That in itself was life-changing. Um, and all the other study skills that came with it, the note-taking, the learning how to prioritize and advocate for myself. There's just so much. Being in a community with others who have experienced frustration in school and teachers who want you to succeed, um, the peace of being in a beautiful place without the hubbub of a city. Yeah. It was just totally transformative. I felt, it I felt it absolutely immediately, and I, and I took it with me. I then transferred to the University of Vermont, then I, ah. I have two master's degrees, and I'm starting a doctoral program in August. And this wow. would not have happened. Wow. What, what do you get your doctorate in? Education. I'm a teacher. I've been oh, teaching for years. What do, you, what, what do you teach, Ms. Russell? What well, do you teach? I, oh, I was an elementary school teacher, and then I did staff development. I taught educators how to work with traumatized children and how oh, wow. to work, work with kids with, as you say, different kind of learning. I think that yeah. every child goes to differentiation. So I taught teachers how to weave that in. And then I got another master's a couple of years ago, and now I'm an elementary school librarian. Uh, oh, you're going to heaven. All librarians, all school librarians oh, go to you. heaven. There you go. Okay. <laughs> They're on your way. Thank Those you. things in your back, you thought they were shoulder plates. Those are wings <laughs> sprouting. All school librarians go to heaven. Okay. And Thank so you. do special ed teachers, I might add. Okay. I have the deepest Thank respect you. for them. But that's really cool. That what it, that's a great story. Yeah. She's your poster girl, Carol. That's all there is to it. She's your poster girl. Oh, I know. Absolutely, oh and she's giving back. Um, she's also an instructor in one of the summer programs, so she oh. remains very connected to Landmark still. Oh, that 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 is just great. You know, you, you, Elizabeth, I have to say, you know, you said your dad paid for three three years at Ohio State or three semesters, whatever it was. No, okay, three years. Three years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a. We're, I hate to boil it down to this, okay, but I'm a dad too, and there's. You know, there's an economic factor we have to take into consideration. If we can, you know, uh, you can pay me now or you can pay me a heck of a lot more later as the old Fram oil filter thing used to go. Okay, what Landmark is doing for kids like your Andrew, okay, and for you, okay, when you were younger, okay, is, is it's, it's just so great, okay? And look at the way it gave you this foundation 
all right, to, to go on and do what you do, you know, and now getting a doctorate, you know, in education. I, I, I just think it's, it's fantastic. So with, let, let's talk about this, okay? When you talk, your son knows you how close you are, Andrew, knows how close you are to Landmark, you know. What was his reaction when you told him you wanted to go there? Does he have a, uh, a, a, an ADHD situation, or is he, well, what's going on with him? What did he need he's, if he needed anything? I mean, he, he's just, he has my kind of learning profile. He did better in school than I did. He's smarter than I am. And yeah. it didn't really show up with him until, I would say, junior high school, which is fairly typical of people with ADD yeah. when yeah. you really have your locker and organize and switch classes. And I just found that his grades were exactly like mine. Like if he liked the subject, he would get an A. If he didn't, yeah. he'd get a C or so, yep. it, you know, ADD, ADHD, it's such a motivational, an interest-based motivational system. And if he liked the class, he did well. So during the pandemic, I said to him, I think maybe we should have you evaluated. And he was diagnosed very quickly. And he had, oh. just like I, he had no behavior issues. So um, he was diagnosed, he went on medication, but I don't believe in just, putting someone on medication without study skills because how can that help you other than just slowing you down enough to do the work? You have to learn how to do the work. So we really were just sitting at dinner one night, and I just said, would you be willing to go to Landmark for the summer program? He immediately said yes. He just said that he had heard nothing but rave reviews from me for his entire life. And he went – I was shocked. I mean, he is very social. I was absolutely shocked. Right. You shouldn't have been shocked. I know you've been pushing it for years, and I'm sure he had been there. Had he ever been there, seen the place? I had taken my kids up to see Landmark before, yeah. yeah. You do is see the place. You fall in love with it. You know how lucky Carol is working up there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just gorgeous. By the way, Putney, Vermont, everybody, is a little bit north. It's in southern, southeastern Vermont. It's a little bit north of uh, Brattleboro, Vermont, near Keene, New Hampshire, and, and all that sort of stuff, which is a beautiful part of the world. It's a beautiful campus. I don't blame him for being excited. What did he do at Landmark? What did he, what did he take? What, what little courses, he, the summer school experience? Oh, I could yeah. remember. He, well, study skills is wound into everything that they're doing. So he took a course, I think, I don't know if it was reading, something with athletics, writing. Uh, I, I can't even oh, remember. Sport. Judah Carroll? He took he took sports and culture as an elective, okay. I think. Elizabeth. Okay. You know what? The truth is that at this point, like, it doesn't even matter what he took because it was kind of Good the point. means by which he learned to learn. And, Good point. And he just thrived there. He, I could, like you were talking about before, the, he's a good-looking kid. He's athletic. He's <laughs> bright. But your confidence just gets beaten down yeah. when you keep trying yeah. to do something and it's not working. And seeing him flourish there academically, the self-esteem took off. It, he walked a little taller. He really has done incredibly well at Dickinson. And well, you don't know that yet, well. Mom. You don't know that no, yet, no, I Mom. Know yes. grades, yeah. I don't know the final grades. I know his grades along the way doing yeah. very, yeah. very well. I'm sure, I'm he's, sure he's doing so, great. You know? he, he's you actually know, going he, to well, – yeah. I'm sorry. No, you go. Go ahead. He's leaving, he's, for, he's leaving for Italy today with the classics department from Dickinson. He just dove right in, and he 
one of the most important things that he learned from Laramark is advocacy. So during the semester when he started to feel a little bit overwhelmed, he didn't wait. He immediately went for help. And his advisor hooked him up with people who sat down with him and helped him prioritize a little bit. And I think in the past he would have just let it go until there was so much work to make up that he would have just not done it. And he's so committed and has the skills now that he reached out for the help when he needed it. Yeah, Elizabeth, was he I, – I, I'm a little messed up because I know there's a whole bunch of programs. Was Andrew going was – was when he finished Landmark, was he still going back to high school or was he heading off to college when he finished the program no, at Landmark? No, he was going – it was between his junior and senior year in high school. Wow. So I, I want to hear from you what the teachers in high school – Okay, said when he came back. I mean, I know you noticed the difference. They must have noticed it, too. I mean, they had to I, have noticed it. Well, the, if he'd had the same teachers, they would have noticed, but he had different teachers. I think yeah, everyone yeah. was just – they were impressed. I think that they were – I didn't hear from anybody, which was different. He wasn't missing assignments <laughs> and didn't get glasses. Yeah, he, um, right. he was totally committed. It's – the different the before and after wow. is so striking because once you have the tools to do it, you want to do it. I fully believe, and I've been in education now for over twenty years. Kids don't want to fail. Kids aren't just no. They do kids. not. We all know that. Right. I, so I've always said, I, and this is every kid. You give a kid a rigorous curriculum, and they will rise to the occasion. You know, and I talk about this just in K-12 across the board. People think they're talking to a bunch of dopey kids, just stupid kids, and so they, they lower the level of the curriculum, okay? That's not going to work. You raise the level of the curriculum, and these kids will rise to the occasion. What you just said is accurate. They want, kids want to learn. They're like sponges. They may pretend they don't, but they want to, okay? It's rigor that matters, and you know, I mean, what's the, I got to ask you this, Carol, what's the secret sauce with all this? Okay, look at the success Andrew had, and you multiply it by all the kids who've gone through. What's the secret sauce? Is it just having the right teachers there and really focusing on a low teacher-student ratio? What's, what's, the, what, what's the real secret sauce of all this? I mean, I think that like is. Andrew, who's, who's, you know, he, he just needed to be put quickly, and he wanted to be right on, this, on the right track. Okay, what's the sauce on that? I I think that's it, Larry. I think the the supportive environment as as Elizabeth described, the low student to um teacher ratio and I think it's students being comfortable enough to be themselves. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, a lot of them have maybe hidden this or just felt beaten down and are just frustrated and now they're yeah. here where they don't have to hide it. They can be themselves. They hear from students well, that have the same struggles and that builds their self-confidence and they, they don't feel alone. And I think it just allows them, like Elizabeth said, to stand taller and just feel better about themselves. And then they engage in the process. I think, I really think it's the environment. I have to just say that for Elizabeth. and for, we both felt like landmark, just like Carol is saying. It was almost like group therapy. You were with people well, who hadn't necessarily experienced the exact same thing you had, but who understood. So there was 
that support among your peers is very unusual and you're all rooting for each other and you're allowing for your differences. You don't have to hide in a classroom if you yeah. don't understand something. You can just ask, bravely wow. ask, and, yeah, and you'll receive. You know, and, and, and that's the truth. You don't have to hide anymore. I had so many kids when I was teaching just at a regular high school outside of Philadelphia, and, uh, you know, kids just wouldn't participate. Uh, and, and there was a reason for that, and I was never trained as to what those reasons were. This was way back when, okay? But And most of the teachers were not trained in it. We just thought that kid was you know, kind of just a lost soul in our class, but it wasn't that. Okay, these kids do want to learn. They do want to participate. They do want to have fun. Okay, they do want to be successful. Okay, but but, but we have to be able to understand what their needs are and then work to those needs. And and in a public school, that's hard because you got a lot of kids. You got everybody coming in there. Okay, so that's why something like a landmark uh, 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 program, okay, works so well. It gives these kids the confidence they need to go ahead and ask the right questions and, and do all the things they need to do, all right? It, it, it gives them the confidence to move forward as opposed to teach professional training for the teacher to understand it. The kid now understands it. The student now mm-hmm. understands it, okay? And they can now ask, them, ask the right questions, okay, of the people they're dealing with, their teachers, their counselors, their principals, whoever the case may be, okay? It's just a, a sense of self-confidence, it, it all matters. Yeah. It's just, I, I can't say enough. It's so important. And, uh, and uh, it's just, well, who taught the sports and culture class? I love that. That's great. What did he do with that, Elizabeth? What did he do with that? Andrew just loves history and culture. So he's cool. happy to pick up a book and read about it, listen to a podcast. Um, as I said, he's leaving for Italy today on this class yeah, department cool. trip to study ruins. And Where's history. he going, suburban Italy or downtown Italy? Where's he going? They start in Sicily, um, which had a volcano erupt yesterday. But um, I did want to tell you, Larry, I have a dear friend who I was with this weekend who also went to Landmark around the same time I did, who had left a SUNY school with a 0.0 average and came to Landmark in 1992-ish and ended up at NYU Dental School, then his residency at Yale, and now he's an oral surgeon. So it's uh, not just Andrew. There are so oh, many wow. stories. And it's not just a slight improvement. These are radical changes because oh of easy, easy skills to teach and for children to, to do. It's not like this is teaching us rocket science, how to take notes or how to highlight or how to ask questions. Yeah, you know, and, and there's, there's another factor here. And I have always liked to say this. We look. If that person, okay, was that a male or female friend of yours who's the oral surgeon? So I can pronounce. It's a properly. male, and he has now sent two children to Landmark. Also, good enough. Okay, that's fabulous. And my my point is, not only would he have lost, but we all would have lost. I mean, that man has saved lives and done work. Okay, that mm-hmm. is so important to all his patients. That would have been lost. That would have been lost. We wouldn't have had him doing that. That's a great right. point. And now I think about how many kids kids have gone through my classrooms that exactly. benefit from what I bring from Landmark. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you just, we're, you know, it's, I hate to always bring it back, but it really just helps everything. I mean, we're not losing people we cannot afford to lose. 
And that's why mm-hmm. what you do at Landmark is so darn important, Carol. I hope you put your head on the pillow at night, every night, with a smile on your face. Okay? And, you know, yeah, feel really good about what you guys are doing over sure. there. It is gratifying because you really have you really have a lot of impact on a lot of people. All right? And those people have a lot of impact, like this doctor, okay? And, and, and like Elizabeth herself. Look at the impact the school library has on kids. Okay, and one of the teachers you work with. I mean, it's, it's and you would have been lost zero point zero at SUNY and at what one point eight at uh, Ohio yep. State. Okay, yes. that's because they're not trained to handle that kind of student. Okay, and they certainly weren't back then. Okay, and they barely are now, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, and it's it's just so important what you do. So I hope everybody checks this out. We're gonna. We're going to go, but this has been a remarkable conversation. Elizabeth, I loved meeting you. You're so enthusiastic, and I hope Andrew has a great time, a great time. How could you not? A great time in the volcanic eruption at the White Lotus. Is that where he's staying, at the White Lotus in Sicily? Is that where he's going? I don't know. I'm a Jewish mother. I'm just going to worry about (laughs) (laughs) He's safe. Mom, he's safe. Don't worry. The explosion, the wind went the other way. Okay, that's what I told everybody in Vesuvius. Don't worry about a thing. It's okay. Pompey's good. All right, not worry about a thing. He's going to have a blast there. Carol, thank you. This is, as always, was just wonderful. Thank you. My, my thank pleasure. You. Okay. Bye-bye. And Elizabeth, enjoy enjoy yeah. your summer, okay? Thank you. The best. I'll be in my thank favorite you. place. Thank All right, you. take care. Bye-bye. Be good, guys. Thank you both. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Carol. Wow. <laughs> what fun. Okay, good old Elizabeth there. Okay, and you heard the stories. Need I say more? Landmark.edu. Tell your students, and if you're a parent, think about it. Okay? It's tough times for kids. You can put them on the right track. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org, and that's where everything we do is the awards program, this podcast, the magazine, everything else we do. There are a lot of information about equity and access, and that's what our show is really about. All right? So please go over there and check it all out. Join with us. Everything we do over there is free for educators. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thanks for listening.